Welcome to the Voice of Doctor Yan, and I'm your host, Doctor Limeng Yan. In this episode, again, we welcome our regular guest, Edward Hogland. Join us, and we will discuss some cases happened recently, which will reflect CCP's unrestricted warfare as well as their cognitive war against the Chinese and Americans. So first, still, let me briefly introduce Edward in case this is the first time you listen to my episode. Edward is a retired federal senior executive and U.S. Air Force veteran. His over four decades of service includes serving as a senior leader in the intelligence community and the Department of Defense, Homeland Security, Energy, and State. He served as the senior advisor. To several IC agency heads, the Assistant Inspector General for Inspections for the Intelligence Community, the Chairman of CIA Strategic Planning, a Deputy Team Leader of the、uh, for the INF on-site nuclear arms inspections in the former Soviet Union, and as award-winning CIA intelligence analyst, he's currently and then consultant focusing on cognitive warfare. He's also a regular host on the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, and also I want recommend you this one, this book, and this is Edward's recent book, and which is almost I mean over three hundred pages, and I'm reading it, and you can get it from as an Amazon or America Out Loud shop, and trust me, this is so important. And if you know unrestricted warfare in I mean Chinese from Chinese Communist Party from People's Liberation Army, then you definitely need the countermeasures, and this book will bring you great inspiration. And hi, Edward. Thank you for coming again. Well, thank you, Dr. Yen, for inviting me again. It's always a great pleasure, and you're an inspiration to to many of us in America as well. Because your fight for freedom、uh, with with Mr. Lude and your other network is just fantastic to see, and yet you're to be commended for all that. Thank you so much. It's my honor.、Uh, and remember, last time, Edward, we have talked about the breaking news that. PLA's Navy zero nine three class in the on March four one seven nuclear attack submarine get accident in Yellow Sea on twenty first August this year, and that keeps secret. And the, however, our sources, our exclusive sources in the military、uh, central military commission of China, has released the information to us in real time. That's why we can go through other media, can go to my the voice of Doctor Yan to let the world know this mysterious accident. And we also have talk about that how China at that time when we discuss it, it was、uh, at the end of. August, just around one week after the accident, and at that time we talk about how China initially launched the cyber army to suppress, to deny、uh, this accident, as well as attacking us, and also later, very, I mean, in just two days, China、uh, managed to let the 
Taiwan Defense uh, Defense Ministry to answer the question in the press and mislead the world that there is no accident in Taiwan streets. Say they secretly, I mean, change this quietly, change it from Yellow Sea to Taiwan Street, which is running like several hundred kilo thousand uh, kilometers away. So the the world, I mean, misled by this press and misled by the following propaganda from China government, they will just focus on Taiwan Street and oh, there is no accident in the Taiwan Street. So uh, yeah, this is a rumor. However, we keep revealing this information as we discussed, and finally happened on 31st, the China Defense of Department has openly talked about Zidane again. I mean, of course, they deny, but from China side, when China DOD start to deny it, they have a great record. That means every time when they deny something, later it becomes true. So basically, this is official verification of our whistleblowing. And uh, sir, so I just want to discuss with you step by step to say CCP's tactics and counter this whistleblowing, counter our intelligence using their national power. So by 31st August, when we see the China DOD start to deny it, still talk about no accident in Taiwan Street, don't listen to the rumor, you should listen to the government. What's your opinion? What do you think? Well, so first of all, I, I have to, again, commend you and your network with Ms. Lude and others, because what the audience needs to understand, and you should go to Dr. website on AmericaOutloud.news, because on there, you could see that she is uh, and her network are being threatened on a regular basis. What this says to me, though, is that you're hitting some nerves with she and the Chinese CC. So on the actual accident itself and the cover-up it's interesting uh as you said you know the chinese try to brainwash their people and increase the the morale of the people's liberation army and so they started to spread that false news what's interesting on you know, the actual report in the u.s media uh of what was what was happening okay that was glossed over very quickly and sort of disappeared so in one sense they were effective in one sense, they were effective in terms of their initial efforts to sort of drive the narrative because they realize in the, in the Western press, they're driven by a financial incentive. So they want the front headlines, the quick headlines. And so the quicker they can get this off the, the front headlines, the better for them. Yes, exactly. So as we talk about, uh, I received some feedback from American friends or their friends that they said, okay, so we know, including some people who work in the Navy, and they said, we know the Navy, especially a nuclear submarine group, group is very small. So how could you uh, get access to this kind of small group and have the classified information? And uh, why can you get such detailed information? And we don't get it from other uh, credential, uh, big media. So yeah, we need to uh, like just observe and wait for a moment to uh, jump into this topic. So 
that that's why I really want to say you see we know that one hand we are working hard to deliver the information to let people know more about CCP because everyone talk about China is not transparent they don't know what happened inside but on the other hand most of people I mean I don't say they are stupid I I, I just think they are naive they still rely on the like it's kind of dom uh, domestic voting. The majority knows that. Then we should go to the majority side. And also, uh, we we should know that if we get intelligence maximum, it should be just one word or one sentence. It, because I mean, they cannot get information from China. So many uh, so many details. So they don't believe we can do that. However, I mean, the the thing is first. Uh, when we talk about the majority, China has spent decades here. They spend money and using so many types of the influence to already leverage the forces, I mean, the, the voices in America and other countries. So majority belong to China in public because they suppress the real majority and they show you the false majority. And also, uh, when when we talk about the information, I mean, our source, I mean, I, ref I respect the intelligence staffs in the United States, although there are some, definitely some people are not good, but I believe they are always very honest, uh, very uh, uh, integrated uh, people working on that, spending their life, taking the life risk in FBI, CIA, whatever agency. However, According to our sources, they told us there are many double agents working in U.S. IC agencies. I mean, no doubt, China spent decades and pretend to be your friends and get access to you, right? They even marry you yeah. or whatever things. So yeah. people can be fooled without awareness, even if they are very, very vigilant. The thing is, sir, in this case, how could they get the real information? Because our sources don't trust that channel. They pretend to, I mean, they prefer to deliver the message to Mr. Luder and me because they have seen what we are doing. They know the real response in CCP government from his regime. They know the efforts. So in this case, I just want to share this kind of, uh, understanding with you and so let's see what happened later the thing is because we keep oh, having I, the I say one can i say one thing about place, what you just the mentioned? Place, yeah Please. so you're you're absolutely right about the intelligence community so you know your audience may not know but there have been several uh times where cia agents have been rolled up in china and they've been rolled up because they had insiders inside the intelligence community and they also had a poor trade craft by the intelligence community. And when, when I was uh, an analyst with the agency is also working throughout the community, there was sort of a pompous attitude that we had all the best secrets, we had no at all. But they dismissed many cases, the, the types of networks you have to go outside and look at things. Some of the real experts didn't, but they a lot of times were shut down by the majority inside the community. And so the fact that you have these sources is phenomenal and people should take advantage of that understanding. And what's also interesting is 
because of Xi and their attacks on you, they don't know whether it's one person or 10,000 people, right? And so it's a, it's, you can use that to your advantage to cause Xi and the CCP a number of different issues and actually to cause them to eat their own young, if you, you know, to take their own people out because they'll continue to try to find who these people are. And in many cases, they'll go through 90% of patriot people, okay, who are aligned to the CCP to get at the one person who is not. And that has a detrimental effect overall as well. So yes, the, the, the Venona papers with the old Soviets, the Chinese have learned very well how to get inside the United States and have done it for a number of years. So, sir, just based on your explanation, may I have one question that uh, first, uh, is this uh, still the same in the IC agencies that kind of people say uh, we, we will vote for certain conclusion, like uh, maybe five people su uh, support it, two don't support it, and then you will listen to the five? Uh, it's kind of just as a number matters, or you should re-examine this evidence and make the uh, conclusion based on the evidence? Well, that's a great question. Because traditionally inside the intelligence community, the way the analyst community works is they come to an opinion, okay? But they also then have dissenting remarks from those who have a different conclusion. But as we saw with the Wuhan lab incident, we see now through a whistleblower that a senior executive was an outlier in the analysis looking at and saying it was more from animals than from the lab the majority of the analysts concluded it had come from the Wuhan lab. But through intimidation and payoffs, they altered that. Now, that's why I call in my book, and I've called for a number of decades, for a complete overhaul of our national security apparatus, because it's been politicized and weaponized. And in this case here, that analysis then leads to mistrust, not only within our own intelligence community, because we can't trust our fellow analysts because they feel they may get politically pressured, but also for our allies. They see that if we're going to manipulate the information and not report the facts as they also provide us information, that causes consternation with us and our allies. So, sir, uh, based on the, let's just uh, jump into this CICO interference with uh, uh, the origin of COVID-19 because this is a big news, right? As we have seen from the Congress report and the journalists that uh, this CEO has secretly kind of brought the Fauci into the team and Dr. Fauci gives a kind of uh, information or pressure to the analysts. So my question is, first, how could a CEO and CIA using money to uh, give different motive to their people. Where does the money come from? The thing is, how could Fauci, Fauci influence them? Because this is kind of the game player and the coaches get together and somehow one influence the other. Why these two differences, can, weird things can suddenly happen in the same occasion in such big investigation? What's your opinion? Well, so part of the an analyst's uh docket and review is to go to look at all different sources and methods to understand, you know, open source 
other sources of information. So in some many cases of bringing experts such as Dr. Fauci or others to come in to talk to the analysts so the analysts can then assess different information. However, in this case, according to the reporting, it was covered up that Fauci was brought in. It was hidden. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a good news story. Second, Fauci had a specific line that he wanted to preach, which is contrary to a lot of the facts that we're starting to see that come out. And so analysts are just like any other human being. They're going to trust in their fellow government bureaucrats that these people are honest, have high integrity, and mean the best interest for the United States. And so given that, they may give more credence and weight to someone like Fauci than they should because they try to, and for the majority, remain apolitical, meaning they don't lean one political way or another. The intelligence community professionals I've worked with my whole career for the majority have always been apolitical and give us just the hard facts the best we know. But what we're seeing here is, I think, much more nefarious. Not only is it the cover-up for Fauci, but it's a cover-up for the investments the U.S. Fauci had made within HHS to the Wuhan labs and the cover-up for the monies that are going back and forth between the researchers and China. Okay, all these things raise large questions about the integrity of our health and human services structure and system, but also now continue to amplify, in my opinion, the problems we have in our intelligence community with its being politicized and used for, in this case, propaganda purposes against our own people, which is reprehensible. Thank you so much, sir. Yes, we really hope the following investigation conducted by Congress and also uh, we hope Sen- uh, Senate can do it too to let people know more about the facts, the truth behind this. And also we need to know behind Dr. Fauci, what is a force to push him to do so. And so now we jump into our original topic that as we talk about, since we keep telling the fact and we know the feedback from inside China, from military and from the uh, public, we know that they have their way to listen to the information from all the media. Also, it takes their risk to be arrested. So the thing is, Xi Jinping also knows that. And uh, we have revealed more information after our broadcast last time. It includes that this uh, 417 uh, submarine has already installed the very advanced uh, uh, it's called rim-driven propulsion system, which I mean, they never announced to the public. And the American experts thought it will be applied in the next several generation of Chinese submarine. And also, of course, they steal the technology from U.S. and develop it like, like the COVID virus. And also, um, we know that they have installed a vertical missile launching system in the nuclear submarine. And the, those, I mean, elites on the submarine who's dead now ha- has uh, had been practicing launching the nuclear missile using this vertical launching system. This is another secret. So altogether, this seems really hate the moral of CCP. And also, I mean, we just want people to remind that the 
initial cause of this accident, although everything is under investigation now, it's because the submarine hit their own anti-submarine equipment, anchors and chains under the sea, and also because of the system problem, the poor quality of the nuclear submarine, somehow the toxic gas filled the uh, submarine after that, and the people all died of the dyspnea. So altogether, it really hit PLA's moral. So what happened in China to, I mean, increase this morning. This is another interesting thing as we talk about the domestic cognitive uh, interference. I just want to take you an example. So show you an example. So just from the early September, CCP started using self-media, but published on the official media. That means it's censored that this uh, they start to claim there is mysterious missing of U U.S. Navy uh, Seawolf class Connecticut nuclear submarine. They said it's missing in South China Sea and the U.S. did not talk about that, deny it. And on the other hand, they start to talk about, we don't know whether it's true or not. Sounds it's not true, but we should know accident of submarine is so usual and also we should reject the rumor so don't listen to that so you should not believe ccp's nuclear machine uh, nuclear submarine accident i mean what's your opinion on their domestic cognitive interference sir? this is very interesting i think well yes yeah, so, so so great question again so what uh, what i'm seeing here is you know that's uss connecticut that accident they had was over a year prior, right? It was last, it was yes. last October. And so the CCP then takes and says, this sub is missing this year. And so they sort of obfuscate and then they go back and they then say, oh, they, they know that it was it's found, et cetera. And they, they claim, as you said, you know, try to make it look like both stories were false stories and therefore just ignore it. Yes. So what's interesting, Interesting from my perspective here is they they take and give up. I think it's partially effective because the short headlines again I mentioned, but one can do a few quick searches at least outside of China and understand that the story was completely bogus because the U.S. sub has been in dry dock for the last year, so it was never missing. But you'd not see that if you're in China because they restrict the internet for the most part. Yes. Right? And so they then come back, but they notice they never directly addressed the facts that you all raised in the story. Now, mm -hmm. from, a, from a cognitive warfare perspective, that's really important because if you address the actual facts, that usually tends to then amplify that narrative instead of remove the narrative. So they ignored the facts. They made the story about something else, missing submarines and don't even address the disaster and the and the deaths right so they they're very effective in that regard they change the narrative they change the story and say basically look over there not here <laughs> look over there yes. not here because there's nothing to see here right but this is part of what i write in the in the book about is in the information equilibrium theory is dictatorships and dystopian regimes they survive by controlling, manipulating, and restricting information. 
And that's exactly what they're doing here. And then they create deceit and specific propaganda to drive either a counter narrative, but because they know a counter narrative is mostly ineffective, they drive a new narrative. So they make the story about something completely different. Exactly. So briefly, I think this is like you want to go somewhere, go to the uh, the terminal, and someone try to mislead you. So they won't just deny the road, but they will show you uh, another road, which will take you longer time, and you cannot reach the end. So this kind of confusing will make you finally even lose your judgment, and you very likely will give up your uh fun uh, the, the pre, uh, original terminal. So the thing is, China ha- cannot manipulate Americans using uh, missing Connecticut submarine, but they use it to brainwash Chinese people because the main idea is to increase military's moral. This can show you the example how they treat Chinese and American in different way in the cognitive war. And so before we have a short rest, what do you want uh, additionally uh, tell our people? Well, it's, it's the key here is to understand is that uh, in this warfare, as you said, it's the control and the manipulation of the information. So you have to ask yourself, what's the purpose of the story for what impact for what desired outcome? And if you're in China, you have to take everything that's said by the state media under that umbrella and almost flip it to get the truth, right? If you, as you said, I think up front, (laughs) you look at the exact counter and you probably have closer to the truth than what you're hearing from the state media. Yes, sir, thank you. So let's have a short rest and we will go back, continue the discussion on cognitive warfare. Thank you. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code out loud. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution. And now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout 
Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep. Stay asleep and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed ingredients supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Voice Stuck In. In the last episode, my guest Edward shared his very deep opinions and insights uh, based on the recent uh, Chinese submarine, nuclear submarine, uh, class accident in Yellow and also he analyzed CCP's uh, tactics in the cognitive warfare around the time. They, they are very flexible. They change, I mean, combine the different tactics. They change very quickly because this is a dictator country. They can make decisions overnight and do it the next morning. And now we're going to see. So as we know, they have the Chinese propaganda to brainwash Chinese people and also increase the moral in the military. And on the other side, what happened in the uh, English-speaking world? The thing is, very interestingly, we have seen that this is a, this shows a Twitter uh, come from the uh, news uh, agents about the Indo-Pacific area. 
It says on the September twenty fifth, the Philippine Coast Guard successfully removed the Chinese hazardous floating barrier in compliance with presidential instru- instructions, and this barrier was posing uh, posed a hazard to navigation. A clear violation of international law. It also hinders the conduct for fishing and the livelihood activities of Philippine fisher folks, and which is、uh, an integral part of the Philippines national territory. And it also shows some photo and video. And so, in this photo and video, we can see this is kind of equipment they get from the shallow water, and it shows some anchor. Big anchor with a chain in the middle. So China has secretly installed it under the sea to prevent the ships、uh, in the sea. So as we have talked in the submarine accident, the submarine hate CCP's anti-submarine secret weapon anchors and the chain. And I have explained in my article that this is various type of. The equipment China developed basically is two anchor will、uh, make some type of the chain and put it somewhere under the sea if it's shallow and then it will prevent the or damage the ships. If it's in the deep area, it definitely cause the damage of submarine. And China believe actually U.S. Connecticut nuclear submarine accident in 2021 in South China Sea was caused by it. So this is a verification because we are the first to reveal this equipment, and then Philippine、uh, Navy has confirmed it by removed it. So what's your opinion, sir, based on this verification? This very interesting news. Well, so as you point out, you know that's against international law. But what's in the press about this, besides what you're reporting, very little has been in the press about this.、Uh, what's also not been in the press much, but the Connecticut, the the、uh, U.S. submarine that crashed, there was a special report that was put out、uh, by a certain reporter that looked at the summary of that incident. What's interesting there is, just as the Chinese sub、uh, had crashed and and、uh, tore itself up for the USS Connecticut, it seems the whole front end of the sonar system was was destroyed, you know, which is the purpose of this anchor. But what what I found out through basic research as well is that the ship's captain there had lost confidence and had a number of incidents ahead of time, so. This is also very dangerous in, in that the Chinese Navy now sees not only that this was effective, but that we have different issues within our own command structure that caused recklessness that allowed this to happen. Okay, and so there are a couple different concerns there, but the reporting and the fact that they、uh, they cleared the Philippines cleared this, and then China came back and condemned them and such, right? Where was the international outrage? Where was the international condemnation in the United Nations? There was none, and so this speaks to, I think, a level of of awareness by Xi and the Chinese, and how they're pressuring people,、uh, no pun intended, to toe the line. 
Exactly. So where is the international range 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 about this? I mean, range about this. I mean, they don't. It's kind of people feel oh, okay. China did it. Okay, we know. So who cares? China is supposed to do this, and we are supposed to make China happy because we want peace. And peace is a very good word. China said we want peace. Russia said we want peace. And the U.S. if we want to do something, you anti peace, right? Yes, yes. It, but what's interesting here also, though, is is at the same time that this is going on, Russia and China are increasing their ties, right? And uh, the Chinese uh, disinformation and propaganda machine isn't as effective as the Russian propaganda machine, in my opinion. But their espionage yes. and their tradecraft in in subversion of our society is much more effective. But they are now using different Russian propaganda sources to then drive narratives against the United States in this alliance. And so they're starting to learn, as they have had for the last several decades in, at different times with the CCP made alliances and, and, and treaties. But it's interesting here is that Xi has called this the great rejuvenation and the idea that China's rightful return is threatened by Western information. Well, that's true. And so they're going on this more of an offensive now. But lastly, to your point, where's the accountability? There is no accountability from the international community or even the United States back to China on this. And it's glossed over. Where's the U.S. congressional investigation into what's actually happened here? Yes. Yeah, so as you always mentioned from the beginning in our conversation, actively response to that is the real countermeasures and it's not like you see something happen and oh okay okay we know that and then again something happened oh okay well maybe we should do something but yeah we know that so always you i mean mark will be tracked by ccp and the russia in the invisible unrestricted warfare and also uh, as you have mentioned in your book that to talk about the use labels. So they use label like as we talk about peace, anti-peace. They also like to use racist, racism. And so whatever things, if you try to reveal what CCP has done, especially CCP, because Russians basically also white people as Americans, I mean American yes. white people. And so when we talk about China, they can say, oh, you're anti-Chinese, you're anti-Asian. And they even tried to apply it on me when I reviewed COVID CCP origin. So uh, the next topic here, I want to jump to the recent case that I win it. And uh, the plaintiff, plaintiff is a CCP top, uh, agent, the United Front Work biggest leader in U.S. A billionaire called Liang Guanjun. He was based in New York. Now he's in China. He dare not come back to U.S. because I revealed that he uh, fraudulent the document to federal court in my case, and he's worried he will be arrested. So the thing is, so you see, when they try to, I mean, using the law warfare to persecute me, to hunt me, the initial thing is they need to create a lawsuit. So as I wrote in uh, my article and talked about in the last episode, they use anti-Asian and anti-Chinese 
And they claim, I mean, Liang claim as a billionaire, the top agent, he gets the personal hurt, the emotional hurt, because I reveal CCP's lab origin of COVID-19 virus. And he feel nervous. He feel, he, he dare not go out. So he claim all the Asian, anti-Asian hatred crime in U.S. launched by me and the claims that I should compensate all of the damage. And he least almost 50 deals in the lawsuit to try to potentially sue all these people who helped me, including Fox News, Tucker Carlson, Ludovs, Mo Brooks, all like that, uh, Luda, Mr. Luda. So, sir, can you tell me your general idea when you read this whole lawsuit and what, what do you think about that? Well, first, again, I'd recommend that those listeners who've not gone to your webpage to read that or to listen to your story there, you need to go there and read the court documents. They're fascinating. They're eye-opening, but they're only, always uh, also very concerning because this is a very scary level of harassment and threat of life. It's very disconcerting and should be to all Americans that they're doing this to, to Mr. Lude and to Dr. Yen. And so that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind was how blatant and brazen they are on U.S. territory using our court systems to then undertake such lawsuits. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the counterintelligence effort that the FBI had underneath President Trump, which Director Ray at the time was saying they were opening a uh, counter counterintelligence investigation every eight hours, was shelved. Why? For just what you talked about, the politically correct anti-Chinese bias and perception of the racism of Chinese bias. And, but it's never been replaced. Matt Olson, who's the director of that organization I used to work with at the Director of National Intelligence, He's in charge of that National Security Division. What happened to that? Where's the support for your efforts in this? Where's the investigation by the FBI into this individual who filed the lawsuit to understand what's his background? What's the motivation? What's he doing here on U.S. soil, okay, and making these condemnations? So everyone, everyone should read this uh, tactics because it gives exceptional insights into their tactics and intent. For example, they say you are motivated, okay, based on class animosity and anti-Asian. Well, that's like our leftists here in the United States calling Senator Tim Scott, uh, Scott uh, a white supremacist. He's a black senator. <laughs> they call him a white supremacist. <laughs> you know, same thing as they might as be calling you a, 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 you know, a white supremacist as well, right? So when you look at what Xi Jinping is doing with the CCP, and look at what our own FBI and Department of Justice are doing here in the United States. One has to ask, what's the difference? Why, why did they allow, why did they allow these Chinese police stations to be stood up in the United States and not know about these things for how long did they not know about them? And so it's, it's astonishing to me to see what level of freedom that the Chinese agents like this have to maneuver and manipulate things within the United States to include threatening people who are here in the United States, yourself, a dissident or others. That to me is very concerning. 
Yes, exactly. You see, uh, even I know they use lawsuits uh, to uh, hunt people, to suppress the voice. But until I experience it, I say how shameless they are. And they really know the loops of the loopholes of the law system in U.S. You see, they first establish a case, then they can legally hunt me. I mean, definitely it's not the first time they use this tactic. Today they hunt me, tomorrow they can hunt you and your family and your neighbors altogether. And because they cannot initially establish the case without my address, and they even use the cyber army to spread rumors that I stay in University of Pennsylvania, which is definitely total rumor. I never been there even at that time. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> so. They create a rumor, create a address for me. And then they use the rumor on social media to file the lawsuit in Pennsylvania federal court. And then start to spend money, millions of dollars, hiring the detective uh, detective teams to search my information all over America. And they even somehow stole or maybe bribed the officers in the USPS PO box to get my friend Luda's media and then just insist that's my address. So altogether, so you see, they, they did all these things. I mean, every step should be illegal, but they do it with strong confidence. Why do you think they can't do it in US like that? Well, because Look, they have 300,000 students here each year, right? They study our laws. They study our culture. Mm -hmm. They see the criminal justice system, and they use the seams between it to then manipulate and get what they want done. And they do it within the legal framework the United States provides. So they're doing things legal framework. Their intent is nefarious. and so. This is where Congress needs to take a look at these types of efforts here and understand, as you said, if they're hunting you, they're going to hunt a lot of other people. But why is it they're so able to hunt? It's one, because they have too many agents here in the United States. They're given too much free reign. Okay. And there's no cross checks and balances on this. And so they, through lawfare, can then harass you and harass many others just like they did with the police stations. And so this is where China is very effective in the cognitive war, from my perspective, much more so than Russian stuff, because they know our system and they leverage it much better than our, any other adversary against us to subvert us in so many different ways. Yes, sir. So, you know, I, I was threatened. I'm always got threatened by CCP's agents, no matter my school or uh, the other people online. See, I mean, and also information come from China insiders. They told us, warn us, be careful that they, CCP will kidnap me. Oh, and also, of course, Luda, if they, they can manage to find us. And they try to creates the opportunity. For example, in this lawsuit, if I go to the court and I appeared in the hearing or whatever, they can manage to create a, maybe find someone to just kill me in public and claim that he's a psycho guy. And also they can somehow uh, make me hurt or 
just kidnap me or bring me to China. And previously, I thought it's kind of impossible to kidnap someone from U.S. back to China. However, later I read some case in DOG talking about fox hunting and also the movie about previous Soviet Union's tactic. Yes. Then I realized, ah, it's not that difficult. So do you know anything like that happened before? And how, how did it, do you think they still can use these tactics in U.S. now? Yes, I, I still think they can because if uh, by the time, if they have the right people here and they can map the information environment, as you said, then sort of narrow the circles, they can then finally eventually find you, right? And with that, as you said, they have a lot of people they view as expendable. So they would do what they deem necessary if they view you as such a threat to remove you or hurt you or harm you. And so there's a real potential that could still happen. Now, from an international perspective, uh, that may cause China significant consternation. But to your point, they don't have to do something directly themselves because they know with the lack of U.S. law enforcement in the country these days, okay, and the defund the police, they can find and pay some people, okay, give them your location, give them your address, and say, go do this person harm, okay, knowing that those people would probably follow through on something like that. So there's a variety of ways they could still reach out and touch people. Unfortunately, that's true. That's why it's so extremely dangerous. That's why your case and other cases like that need to be investigated by not only Congress, but we need to have a much more proactive counterintelligence effort in the United States to then use these efforts that we see going on to entrap and take these people out. The Shoji and stuff, they're not going to be effective on U.S. soil. Unfortunately, I don't think that's the case right now. I don't think, as a matter of fact, because I believe we have a Manchurian president, I actually think he's aiding and abetting Xi and China and Russia in terms of undermining what we're doing here. And that's, you can see that from the Department of Justice and FBI counterintelligence effort against China. What happened to that? Where is it and why isn't anybody asking, especially in cases like yours? Thank you, sir. And the thing is, it's not only the case about me. You see, they have these one to fifty dues, and they even these the one by one that those who help to talk about the truth of COVID nineteen would be in the future if they can beat me, and then they will use this case as an example to further sue and harass the other dudes. Like no matter you are the big agency like Fox News or your individuals like former Congressman Mo Brooks or Luder or Tucker Cars. And sir, you, I'm sure because we have done so many uh, broadcast to trigger Xi Jinping regime and reveal CCP's darkness, you would be well off to do in the future for them too. So this is, I, they try to use anti-Asian to silence all of you. I mean, they won't, maybe they won't kidnap you, but they will definitely yes. silence you, harass you. So what do you think we can do to make this lawsuit to make this case i mean now they failed it they withdraw it they are scared to go back to us continue it against us what can we do to amplify this influence let people know don't be scared 
And if we react actively, we can win. Oh, so great question. And so there's a number of things I think we can do. And so one of the purposes, as you've noted in the book, I've laid out an understanding of what the problem is, how this war is conducted. And then from a U.S. standpoint, I lay out strategies for how you can fix it. But the same strategies can be applied by anybody, okay, can be applied by anybody. So, for example, for yourself and Mr. Lude right now, you should have advocates going to your congressional members and Senate members and talking about your case and highlighting what's happening to a Chinese dissident here in the United States. And why is this being allowed to happen? What is the FBI and Department of Justice doing? That's one. Two is, you can use the layout I provide in the book also then to create your own proactive offensive, right? You and Mr. Lude have a wonderful network. You know and understand the culture in China. You can also set up your own strategic messaging campaign, okay, to target specific either individuals in China or here in the United States, which you know are not uh, good people or CCP people, right? Because sunshine, uh, and when you put sunshine on bad people, it brings them out, right? So, for example, when the police stations were here in the United States, if you had a means for those people to report to you and Mr. Lude of here's what's happening, here's what people are doing, you could amplify that in the news. As soon as you identify then who's actually doing that and those people involved, you can then go ahead and report them and amplify that as well. So you start to cause them to react. Same thing with your network. They don't know if there's one person or 10,000 people. So make them believe it's a million people. Right, because there's many dissatisfied people in China, right, and start to cause them doubts. So, based on your network and stuff, figure out who is the most key enemies, but then make them seem to be your best friends, the ones who may be giving you the best information. And there's different ways to then deceive, disrupt, and deny China information, right, to cause them to eat their own. But this is what I've been advocating for a long time in the United States. We have to go on a proactive influence operations and start to drive China to react to us because all we're doing is reacting to them. And that's a losing proposition. Thank you. So very great insights. And the, the funny thing I also want to share with you is from the uh, nuclear submarine that CCP's propaganda rejected it, right? So that. In those official propaganda, they claim that Luda is uh, definitely have some foreign, the U.S. Western, this kind of forces behind it, which is hostile against China, against the, the great friendly China. And also, I have seen some comments under the broadcast you and I did that those clearly are from the CCP cyber army. They said, huh. You are talking to a CIA, so now we know who's behind you. So, sir, before we finish this episode, what do you think about this kind of response? Well, it's interesting because on social media now, I have a number of what we call trolls coming out, right? A number of honeypots coming out. And they're really, uh, you know, a very low tradecraft type of efforts to try to, you know, catch me or subvert me. So we are having an effect because 
why else would they bother to then come? And so we are having an effect. I think we continue to have this dialogue. But as you've seen in the book and as you're seeing yourself, you and Mr. Lude and your network, you don't have to wait for the U.S. government to have an impact. Think of your strategic messages. Think of your adversaries. Think of your enemies. And then plan strategically to what purpose, to what outcome, to what impact. You have your own network and you can use that because the, scared, they're, the thing they're most scared of is the free flow of information and the truth. And that's what you provide. Thank you so much, sir. And I'm so happy you joined me again. We have a very uh, nice conversation, and I hope our audience can enjoy it. And for the voice of Dr. Yin every Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, you can listen to it from either the America Out Loud News or iHeartRadio. And also, after that, you can listen to it through virus. Uh, apps for free like Spotify pod uh, podcast or uh, Google podcast. Okay, thank you.